it was one of those things that um, unfortunately happened with you know boys being boys to an extent. Um, but I wasn't. I didn't see him fall off the card or anything like that. So I can't really talk about that part. But um, I saw him yesterday. He's in good spirits. He's in Glen Maxwell spirits. Mitchie's um, flown home late no- uh, last night. Um, he's got a family issue going on. He sent a message last night saying, I'll, I'll be home for a little bit and then I'm coming back to win this World Cup. So um, that speaks to his mindset, I think. That's the voice of Marcus Stoinis. And this is a sports update. Thanks to Irrigear to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Australia has been hit by two key outs on the eve of its World Cup game against England. Glenn Maxwell will miss tomorrow's match after he suffered a concussion on the golf course. The gun all-rounder lost his grip and <laughs> fell off. <laughs> oh, it's just a ridiculous Tim. thing to say, honestly. Tim. And fell off the back of a <laughs> golf cart. Don't laugh. His second freak injury in 12 months after he broke his leg last year. And Mitch Marsh has flown from home to Perth for personal reasons and will be out indefinitely. Cricket Australia said it's unclear whether a replacement squad player would be required. As you heard, uh, Stornis is expected to come back into the team after missing the last two games due to a calf niggle. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions to save time and water. Irrigear is here. Let's start with Maxi then. That is another oh. freak accident, isn't it? Oh, it's it's astonishing, really. I mean, it's very unlucky, potentially. So how, but how, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm laughing because I mean, you've just read a sports thing out, and we're talking about in the middle of a World Cup, a key player in a professional sporting team having a concussion from falling off the back of a golf cart, Brent. <laughs> You've got to see the funny side of it. It's not ideal. It's not ideal. It's so all. ridiculous. It's hilarious, mm. really. But at the same time, it's disappointing. Do you play golf a bit? Do you ever oh. almost fallen out of a golf cart? Well, or? I don't sit on the back of them. Mm. Or, uh, my understanding is you're standing on the back. So, again, yeah. I mean, Glenn Maxwell would be shattered. Of course he let's, would be. Let's put it that way. He didn't mean to do this. It is a freak accident. So, from his point of view and the team's point of view, they'd be shattered that one of their best players is not playing this next game. The players would have to understand how upset fans could be and probably will be about this because winning a World Cup means a lot to the fans. Of course. And Glenn Maxwell is an important part of that. And fans will say this was 100% avoidable. Yep. Uh, but, but, so I, oh. you can see both sides of it. Fans, sponsors, staff, whatever. Us, disappointment because we don't get to see Glenn Definitely. Maxwell, one of our best players in a key game of a World Cup, after an accident that was avoidable. Now, Maxi has not, then a player's point of view, or Glenn and Stoyne, he's not gone out and tried to injure himself. No. It is an accident. So I, I can see both sides of it. I just... It's just frustrating when stuff like that happens in such a big tournament or yep. a big series, and it is avoidable. But by no st- it's no thing am I going out and saying Maxie's done. You know, it is an accident, but I can see how important is it for players to have that time away from the game though, playing yeah, a bit but, golf. Yeah, but and- again, you can have time away from the game and play. He could play seventy-two holes. He could play one hundred and fifty holes. I couldn't care less. Don't get on the back of a golf cart. And I know we've all done it a hundred times. Well, not a hundred times, but you know, we've all jumped on the back of a golf cart for 20 metres or 30 metres. But, mm-hmm. oh, 
middle of a World Cup. Mm. Who was driving? I don't know. I'm not sure. My, my understanding or... is they were going to the bus, which was three or 400 metres away. Okay. But funnily enough, I did see on Steve Smith's Instagram the day before, or so, maybe this is the same day, he was filming and he had himself and Alex Carey in the front and Marnus and Sean Abbott were standing on the back. Yeah, okay. So maybe they're at some sort of resort and they've been doing it all week. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you wouldn't expect you know someone to be falling off how fast the golf cart go but frustrating because yeah. it is avoidable and it leaves a massive hole in our team and hopefully it's only the one game i mean he goes into an eight-day protocol i believe yeah and now a couple of big holes too as we said mitch marsh mm. on his way home to western australia so. yeah big bison so we wish him well obviously Absolutely. no one knows you know the insides of what's going on there but um i do know mitch reasonably well and i know the marsh family pretty well and they're a very close-knit um family so hopefully you know he's got home and they're together and and everything is okay fingers crossed and um whatever's happened can be dealt with and he can get back um and make an impact on the world cup like he said he wants wants to when he was talking to marcus stornis but yeah certainly we wish him and his family well and we hope that it's it's nothing too serious Right, let's get into tomorrow then. Australia, England. Obviously, big game for, for the Aussies to try and make that top four. How do you see it playing out? Uh, well, it's interesting now. No Maxwell, no Marsh. So who do we bring in? We bring in Stoinis, I would imagine, would yep. come in, uh, probably play that sort of Maxwell role and bat down the order. Um, and then the Mitch Marsh one's an interesting one at, at number three. Do you bring in Cameron Green and just go a straight swap and leave everyone else where they are? Or do you rejig the order a little bit and put Smith up one, Marnus up one? Smithy would want to go up to three. He would certainly want to go <laughs> to three. But I'd be, I think if I was picking the team, and again, they'll know more than us. So when is Mitch, I know they've said indefinite, but they would have a pretty good idea on when Mitch is back. And they would have a better idea than us on how Maxie's head is. Yep. So if it's likely that they're both missing one game, I would try and make as little movement in my batting order as I possibly could. So whoever comes in for Mitch, bats at three. Mm-hmm. So Steve can stay at four, Manus can stay at five, and Maxwell would stay at six or whoever comes into that role. So I'd want guys to stay in their roles that they're likely to play for the rest of the tournament. I don't want to move Steve to three and then put him back to four next game. I just want him to continue to play the role that's been planned. So that's that's the tricky thing. We've only got two all-rounders, I think, on the sideline. So one's going to have to come in about at six in Maxwell's spot. The other one I would put straight in at three. If it's Greeny, great. Go and, go and bat at three, Greeny, and give it a whack and try and play a similar role to what Mitch Marsh actually has played because I think that's a role that Greeny can play going forward and it then creates minimal disruption for the rest of the team to just to keep playing the roles they've been playing and will play going forward. Okay. Matthew Mott's interesting at the moment. Uh, his future as England's white ball coach, where does it stand, do you think? I know you're pretty close with Matt, so it's difficult for I you know to answer. Matty, yeah. No, uh, I, th- I think he's fine. He's just won a T20 World Cup. Mm. This is typical England media looking for someone to blame. And the obvious, obvious one to blame at the moment is an Australian coach. It's a, it's a low-hanging fruit. They've got many more issues. The fact that they're, they've picked a team that's all over 30 the fact that their selection's been all over, all over the shop, and I'm not sure how much the coaching staff have to do with selection over there, but mm. they've been absolutely all over the shop with that. The fact that 
I, the more I look at it, I just don't think they're that good anymore. But this is an amazing white ball team that has changed white ball cricket. The, the last World Cup, the way they played was amazing. Mm. But from that time, they've lost Jason Roy, who was an opening batter, and at his best was as destructive as anyone around the world. Mm-hmm. He's out. Owen Morgan is out of the team. Now, he was a he was a world-class number five or six who could finish innings, um, good player of spin, um, just a very, very good batter. So they haven't replaced him. Also, he was one of the all-time great leaders. So they haven't filled that void. Um, he He seemed to build a lot of trust and confidence in that group to go out and play that really attacking style. I'm not seeing that. So they haven't replaced his leadership as well as they could have. Mm. They haven't got Joffre Archer. So they're, they're three huge players. Massive. Top order batter, middle order glue, captain, leader, and your best bowler. Mm. Then the other guys have stayed in. Joe Root's four years older than the last World Cup. Ben Stokes is four years older than the last World Cup. His body's banged up. He's been injured for half of the tournament. Um, Mark Woods, four years older. Adil Rashid, four years older. Moen Ali, four years older. The team hasn't changed that much in four years. Mm. So I think what we've seen is a great team get caught up to and overtaken. That's what I've seen. Just quickly, who wins tomorrow? Or we'll get to the news. I'm nervous. I am nervous. Yeah, I feel yeah, because, that way too. Because whilst I think everyone's caught up to England and some have gone past, they're still a very dangerous team. They've still got a Bearstow and uh, Mark Wood can tear you apart in one spell. Uh, Joe Root's... Clearly world-class. Ben Stokes has got Australia numerous times. So they've got the quality there. Without Mitch Marsh and Maxi, I'm a little bit nervous because Stoinis and Greeny come in and they they haven't played a lot of cricket in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, we should still be getting the job done. There's no doubt about that. 0437 555 is how you can get to us on the text. Who do you think wins tomorrow, Australia or England? I'd also love to know what you're up to over the weekend. A couple few of texts, texts rolling in. A couple of yes, texts. There is. Money well spent, Breno. 5am is where it is at, and it will change your life. Ask Scott Barnes, GM of the Hurricanes. T-Pain got him in the best nick of his life. That's from JZ on the tweet. Uh, the text, sorry. Thank you, JZ. I think that's JB. JB, you reckon it is? Yeah, should okay. have been. Okay. And this one, Breno, as a Jack Jumpers employer, employee. No, I'm not. There you are. No, You're I'm employed not. by the Jack Jumpers. They pay you no, money? No, I'm not. You employed I'm employed by, by, by Max Events. Okay. Thank well, you. as a partner of the uh, Jack Jumpers, thoughts on the Indigenous round jersey debacle this week? Well, there's no winners, is there, really? No, and that's disappointing. Yeah. It's sad because that's not what it was designed for. Mm. No, it's been a, it's been a difficult week for the for the club. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, really tricky situation they they found themselves in. The whole idea of the indigenous round and jersey is to to celebrate indigenous culture. Yep, isn't it? Yep, and that's why it's sad because whilst the club may not have consulted enough indigenous people, from what you read, the idea around the round and the jersey is to celebrate that culture, and I think that's been lost in the last few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, it's 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 a really difficult one. I think they had they had no choice but to um to do what they've done in the end because if it's upset a certain section of the indigenous community, you have to go with that, I think, and 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 pull it, but um yeah, just let's just not lose sight of what what it's what about. What it's about. For yep. me. And another text in here, it's only a matter of time before Hammer puts himself in the pre-show tweet. 
I'm surprised that hasn't happened already either. Hey, we're running very late for news, sport and weather. Here it comes. We're coming back with Maddie Reid from Taz Racing next.